Let's say you came up with an amazing business name. Perhaps it's an extension of your personal legal name, or maybe it's not. It's totally something that is random and you think is so unique. It also exists nowhere else that you can find, and you're giddy thinking about what the future holds. While you're marketing and doing business under this name, I want to share with you why you should file a DBA application to begin with and what it can do for your business. Whether you're a sole proprietor doing business under a different name than your legally given name or you're a seasoned business owner thinking of operating an extension of your limited liability company using a different name, all of that falls under DBA or doing business as, and this episode is going to be for you. I'm going to dive into why you should seriously consider filing a DBA in your state if you haven't and what it can mean for your business overall, no matter what stage of business that you're in. And I'm going to tell you how to file it like a pro. So let's dive in. You're listening to The Legal Page Podcast, where we chat about life and business with a legal twist. I'm Paige, attorney and photographer helping online businesses and creatives tackle their business dreams without breaking out in hives. No more legal mumbo jumbo. This podcast features simple bite-sized advice that'll have you legally legit in no time. Are you ready? Let's get started. As a reminder, before we get into this episode, I am legally obligated to give my disclaimer. I am an attorney, but I am not your attorney. All legal information I talk about in this episode is intended for the masses and a large variety of different businesses. Please seek out another attorney in your city and home state if you need specific legal advice related to your unique business. Okay, let's get back to it. Okay, legal pagers. First, we got to explain what a DBA is. DBA stands for doing business as. Most people just throw around the term and acronym DBA all the time. What it means is that you're running your business under a different name than the name of your business. (laughs) That's all it is. Or like the name of your business is your name and you're now using a different name, doing business as, okay? Sometimes when you start your business, your bills and your paperwork are under one name, but then the name that you advertise under is another name. For instance, if you're a sole proprietor that is using a name that is different from your own legal name, you would actually have a DBA, For example, my personal name is Paige Griffith, and my DBA would be The Legal Page. Paige is in my business name, but The Legal Page isn't my full legal name. Paige Griffith is. So it would actually be a DBA. I originally filed it as an LLC, so I didn't need to file a DBA. I'm going to get into that, but it, it is. I am doing business as The Legal Page if I was a sole proprietor when I first started. Additionally, if you're a limited liability company, which many of you are listening in because that's the easiest form of business for solopreneurs here in the United States, and you are operating an extension of your business under a name, again, that's different from the legally registered LLC name that you would be using, that is a DBA. For example, your business is called Krista's Corner LLC, but the things that you sell online are known as Krista's Beautiful Belongings. 
Krista's beautiful belongings would be a DBA name. And all of that falls under what I like to call an umbrella of your LLC. That's Krista's Corner. Many, many people do tons of DBAs under an LLC because the LLC is like some very random, random phrase or name so that the LLC really can't be searchable. It's not really tied to the owners in any way, shape, or form. It, it's it's kind of more of a private LLC, so to speak. It's just a way to keep things private. I mean, you can find things online through public registries, but then the name that they're advertising under and all of these kind of sub-brand names would fall under that LLC, but those are DBAs. They're DBAs of the LLC. Hopefully that's starting to make sense to you here. Now you're probably sitting there wondering, okay, this is great, Paige, but why should I care? And how will filing a DBA impact my business? Let's break down who should file a DBA. People often wonder why the heck a DBA is even necessary. And I understand this because the assumption is here, like, I'm a sole proprietor. I'm just starting a business. I don't really need to file anything. Sole proprietorships don't need to file something to be registered. But operating under a DBA that's filed with your state is a great way to separate your business name from your legal name, especially if you're operating as a sole proprietorship. So having that DBA will make sure that no one else takes it in your state, that name that you came up with, or the name that at least is on social media accounts and on your website. If you're a sole proprietorship, literally filing the DBA, which I'm going to talk about in a little bit on how to file it. The DBA is the only way for you to secure that business name in your state when you're a sole proprietor. If you're an LLC, the business name registration comes with filing of the LLC registration. So you don't need to do both. That's really important to know. The DBA is truly, truly only for people who are just starting out in business. They are sole proprietors. They're not ready to move to the LLC stage. They need to file a DBA. Like get that name at least in the books with your state and in your and or in your county. Then it's also appropriate for people who already have LLCs but are making a bunch of sub-brands under that LLC. Those are DBAs. Then you also want to file the DBA name and registration with your state. So DBAs aren't, it doesn't create like a business entity, (laughs) okay? This isn't an LLC we're creating. You're just literally signing up for the business name, doing business as. You're just putting that name in the government books in your state. Before you start operating under a DBA, though, you you have to, have to tell your state about it. You, you can try to just, like, use this name as a business online, um, but I cannot begin to tell you how many small business owners operate as sole proprietorships but not have not filed anything with their state. I think they were probably just told not to, but here's the main thing you need to know. If you're operating your business with a name other than your legal name, you must file your DBA with your state and or county. Like it's legally required that your state knows you're operating a, a business. Even if even if it's a sole proprietorship business, they still need to know that you're operating a business. Um, unless you want to do things like not not legally, okay? And I'm here as legal page to tell you how to do it legally. So that's that's why you're listening to this podcast to begin with. 
It is also often required to have a DBA if you set up a business bank account. And it's probably required in your county regulations that you file some sort of DBA. So bank-wise, although some states don't necessarily require the DBA registration um, and you might be able to just use your social security number, I still recommend getting a DBA to be official with your state and local vicinity jurisdiction. So how do you file a DBA? If you made it this far in the podcast, I'm really proud of you. You're likely thinking, okay, Paige, I know all of this. I'm ready to file a DBA now. So the next step is to, for all intents and purposes across the United States, you're likely going to go to your Secretary of State's website. Some states have different, like, departments of their state government that isn't the Secretary of State that deals with business registration and these types of things. So if you're in one of those states, just Google how to file a DBA in X state and look for a .gov website in your state. It's going to be in like the top five searches on Google. So Secretary of State's website, though, is the best place to go because it'll at least probably have links to direct you to the correct department in your state. You want to look for file a DBA or file a trade name or file a fictitious name or file an assumed business name. Your Secretary of State's websites should be pretty clear on what they call it, but just know it's interchangeable. A DBA is usually called a trade name or a fictitious name or an assumed business name. Many small business owners don't know that a DBA is the same thing. And so they're just like constantly going down this rabbit hole and looking for like how to file a DBA. Remember, if you're doing business as, that's just like this colloquial term, again, that you use in contract language, you know, Paige Griffith, in parentheticals, DBA, the legal page, moving on. If I were to sign a contract personally, I'm not going to sign a contract personally because I have an LLC and my business signs my contracts and I'm just an authorized agent of my business. But if you are actually just a sole proprietorship, you are signing. <laughs> you are signing the contract, but you have to also explain that you're doing business as blah, 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 because that business is what is known to your customers as the business that's providing the services, not you personally, even though you personally legally have to sign the contract. Okay, sorry. <laughs> that, was, that was just that's something I have to get across here. It's super important for you to know. And don't just don't overlook this on your state's website. Don't think that if I can't find the button that doesn't say, say file a DBA, that you're in the wrong place. I bet it's under trade name, fictitious name, or business name. You can also do some Googling in your, you know, for your state, like specifically, and say, okay, is it a DBA? Is it an assumed name? Is it a fictitious name? There's probably blogs out there, or at least your Secretary of State's website would come up in Google searching on what they delineate, a, you know, filing a DBA as. Remember, you're not, you're not, actually filing registration to get your business an, as an entity in the state. You're just telling the state that that's the name you want. <laughs> then all you got to do is simply follow the steps online to register. Most states have the ability to register a DBA online very quickly. It should also only be about $20 to $100. It shouldn't be more than that. 
And then voila, like no one else in your state can take that name. You can also like do some business entity searches in your state beforehand. Just make sure no one has a similar name or um, has already filed like a trade name of that sort in your state. It's basically like getting a little bit of your own trademark in that state. Now, the other thing for DBAs that you have to be careful about is should you also register in your county or is it only through your state? In some states, you register your DBA with your secretary of state or, like I said, similar state agency. But some other, some states in the United States are just strange (laughs) and you register it at the county level. So if you're in a small state like Montana, it's more likely handled at the state level. If you're in a bigger urban area, actually filing a DBA is likely more handled at the county level. So just double check with your county office before you file anything with a state. Uh, I would just call them. They're, you know, the the person who is there, or you just go into your, you know, clerk of court's office and ask them about what you need to do if the DBA being filed needs to be in your county registry or your state registry. They both have different forms and fees for the process. So what I'm trying to tell you here is like you don't want to be paying twice. And maybe you file like the DBA with your state or with your county so that your county knows you're operating a business within their county, but that's just the DBA registration. And the trade name registration is more like you're trademarking that name in your state and maybe that is through your state registration. Those are two different things, but similar things, but you need both. Hopefully that's helpful. All right. So we've rounded out how to file your DBA. I want to recap on just why filing your DBA is so important for your business. If you're a sole proprietor that's using a name different from your own legal name or an LLC operating as an extension of your business under a name that's different than the legally registered LLC name, okay? The LLC is at the top of the bubble. That's the name of the LLC. Maybe it's called like Iceberg LLC and then all of your, you know, brand names are underneath that you operate under that you publicly share via online marketing and advertising. Those would be DBAs under Iceberg LLC. Then you want to file some DBAs for those business names. If you are a sole proprietorship and you are, you know, Paige Griffith making some fun earrings and you, you know, you call, you say like Paige Griffith Jewelry. That's what you call your business name. You don't need to file a DBA for that, okay? It's under your legal name. But say I, you know, am six months in and I want to call it like, I don't know, Juicy Jewelry. <laughs> I'm, I've drawn a blank here on some really funny names, but Juicy Jewelry that is different than my full legal name. So that is a DBA. And I'm still a sole proprietorship, but I want the name Juicy Jewelry to be what I am advertising under. That is a doing business as. You need to file that with your state and or county. Overall, the reason I'm telling you all of this is one, we get lots of questions about DBAs and what to do and how to do it and do I need to file and is it important? It's a A business name is more than just a name. A DBA is like a powerful part of your business strategy, and it impacts the way that you transact business. Like I said earlier, for a sole proprietorship, it's one of the only ways to register your business name 
when you're a sole proprietor in your state. Otherwise, you don't register anything. And that's where people get stuck. And they, you know, find out five years later that someone else like went and filed an LLC under that business name when you've been using that name for five years, but you never filed a trade name, fictitious name, or assumed business name with your state. Like that's on you. You might have some like, you might, might have some common law rights to that name because you've been using it for five years, but like do yourself a solid now and get it registered, the actual name, even if you don't want to be an LLC. It's, it's, the, it's literally the only way that your, your name is like somewhere in your state registry. This will ultimately also help you grow, expand, and be an official business in the eyes of your customers and other businesses in your area. But if you're an LLC, operating as an extension under a different business name, okay, the umbrella metaphor I've been talking about, this is going to be the way that you actually keep your legal protections as an LLC compliant, which let's face it, if you're an LLC, you did that for a very specific reason. You wanted to have limited liability with your business operations and negligence situations that could come up, the what-if scenarios. Like, that's why you create an LLC to begin with. You want your personal assets separate from your business assets. So you have to file a DBA to be clear that the DBA falls under the LLC. You never want to pop that safety net around your business LLC for any reason. So keep all of those DBAs legit and register them under your LLC. And finally, if you're a sole proprietor and you're ready to take your business to the next level, if, if you haven't caught my drift yet, I would consider registering as a limited liability company. It's the best way to go about it because then you, you don't have to file a trade name or a fictitious name with your state. The LLC registration, that business name, boom, goes into the business search on your, your state's registry. That name is already within your LLC registration application. So it's it's just a really good way if you are thinking about filing a DBA and you're considering like also, mm, should I do a DBA? Should I do an LLC? My best suggestion is if you are a for-profit business and you intend to make this business a business for the next foreseeable future, one to three years plus, then, and it's not just a hobby that you might like not do in two months, then definitely worth it to get an LLC, especially in certain states because LLCs are so inexpensive. All right, I'm going to stop here. This episode isn't about LLCs, but I just love about LLCs. It's like you can have your cake and eat it too situation. If you're interested in LLC stuff, just know that TLP is here to help you navigate the ins and outs of doing that. We have DIY LLC registration guides at thelegalpage.com, so you can check those out. They're specific to your state. We literally handhold you through where to go, what website, what to click, what you need to add in, and you can DIY that yourself. You don't need to hire any of those uh, companies online that are going to just charge you an arm and a leg, and then they're going to come back for automatic payments later down the road. Like, you can do this yourself. I promise you. And it's actually really informational and educational when you do it yourself. You're going to learn a lot along the way. And I'm always, always trying to tell small business owners and solopreneurs how to be their own chief legal officers and CLOs. So you can go to thelegalpage.com and find our DIY LLC registration guides and all you got to do is go to the drop down, find LLC registration guide, and then you type your state 
as well into our search bar and boom, it'll come up. So all in all, I hope you found this episode really, really helpful for anyone who has pondered the DBA situation or is in the thick of what do I do when I have a business name that is different from my personal name and I'm starting a business. DBAs are your friend. They're the best way to go about doing business when you're just starting. And if you are starting to create sub-brands of an LLC that you have that's already registered, then DBAs is what you absolutely have to do. That's all I have for today, friends, and I will chat with you in our next episode. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Legal Page Podcast. See, I told you being legally legit isn't so scary. Be sure to visit thelegalpage.com for all show notes. And it would be super awesome if you could head over to iTunes and leave a review. Last but not least, don't forget to join my free Facebook group for unlimited legal and biz Q&A. Chat soon, Legal Pagers. Legal Pagers.